morning, everyone, and welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy, Jason, and we have some football to talk about today. There were no technical difficulties before this. Everything is on schedule, and we're having a great morning. We've got training camp hype to talk about. We've got other things to talk about as well. We've got plenty, plenty of football news, as always. So sit back, relax, sip your coffee, and enjoy the show. And good morning to everyone in the chat. KOA, wake and bake and taken. Quinn's asking to, for somebody to pass the sugar. Jamie's in here saying good morning. And all of you that have helped me with my sound, good old Nathan out here. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Sorry, I don't know what went on. I just disconnected the Wi Fi, closed the browser, went back in, and we're good to go. And now let's talk about football. Let's get into this show. First things first. We've got our clip of the day. And this is, of course, Jamison Williams absolutely burning Cameron Sutton, scoring a touchdown, looking great. This comes after a tumultuous so far training camp, a tumultuous offseason for the guy. But things seem to be back on schedule for Jamison Williams. As we know, this offseason, he was given a suspension for gambling. And then last week, he was uh, did not participate with a knee injury. Yesterday, or two days ago now, he punched one of the cornerbacks. And then also, he is supposedly getting tons of work in the preseason. Some people see the preseason thing as a red flag. I see that as a green flag, personally. Dan Campbell came out and said that Jamison Williams will have significant playing time in the preseason. It's going to be huge. It'll be imperative. We're going to douse him with a ton of game reps. To me, I think that's incredibly important, given that the guy won't be able to play in the regular season given the suspension. And then, of course, last year, uh, you know, he he didn't have a ton of playing time. And this is really all he's going to get. So then throwing him into preseason, making him get as much work as he possibly can, I think is a great move. And, you know, he's been struggling with drops so far this camp. Yesterday seems to be he got back on track, but originally it was looking like he was having lots and lots of trouble. But it seems yesterday he got out of his head. He actually caught every single ball that was thrown his way yesterday, including that touchdown catch that I just showed you guys. So things seem to be good. And as you guys know, I'm a huge Jamison Williams fan. You know, there's lots of uh, speculation out there these days in the player profiler universe that, you know, he's going to be a bust. I don't necessarily think so. I really do think he's going to be a vital part of this offense and his otherworldly speed will be used you know the he's not a dan campbell guy argument it, it kind of makes sense to a certain degree but the lions literally just got rid of the most dan campbell guy ever by letting jamal williams go so i honestly just think they want good football players and jamison williams is definitely that so look for him to succeed this year. I've already got the quote out there on Twitter, one of the famous player profiler quote graphics that you guys see all the time. I predicted that Jamison Williams will have 150 yards and two touchdowns in his week seven return to the NFL. I'm excited for it. It's going to be great. I'm especially using this time to go ahead and buy Jamison Williams. I do think if he's going to play in the preseason, he will have a fantastic preseason and he will be hard to buy. When he's going up against these cornerback threes and fours and fives and a bunch of rookies and undrafted free agents and all of that stuff, he's going to he's going to smash in the preseason. And that's just going to make people really, really excited. So 
moving on, I just I, I'm starting to come around a little bit on Aaron Rodgers. I really do kind of like this new Aaron Rodgers that's out there. I don't know if it was the darkness retweet. I don't know if it was the ayahuasca. I don't know what's going on for Aaron Rodgers, but he seems to have turned over a new leaf and has become a new person and a leader for the New York Jets. We've already talked about the $35 million pay cut and why he did it, but he has another quote about it, not just trying to free up the space, but just, I mean, kind of, yes, but just, I like what he said about this. He said, it's a win, win, win for everybody. A win for me because I get paid a ton of money. A win for the team because we get a low cap number and deferred some cash. And a win for the other guys that we can bring in and sign. I have no complaints. I'm not missing it at all. And that's great. $35 million this guy gave up and he's not missing it. He doesn't care. He's happy to give it up. Granted, he is already the highest earning NFL player of all time in terms of career earnings. So yeah, he doesn't really need the money. But a lot of people don't think like that. A lot of people think I need more millions and more millions and more millions. But it seems that the psychedelics have gone to Aaron Rodgers' head. And he knows now he just needs to cement his legacy. And that's what he's trying to do in New York. And he even talked a bit about Zach Wilson yesterday, which I found really interesting. I mean, you know, he's not really a teammate kind of guy for the most part. But he's kind of hyping up Zach Wilson. He says Zach Wilson has played really well in camp. His fundamentals are improving. I think he'll look back years from now and be really thankful for this time to grow. The reset. And it's going to be him. Uh, it's going to set him up for a nice long career in the league. I mean, I hope so. I mean, I'm not really going to give any takes about Zach Wilson uh, rebounding, really. I mean, it's definitely in the range of outcomes in this league. And it would be cool to see, you know, if Aaron Rodgers walks off into the sunset, that Zach Wilson has had enough time to mature and become a good quarterback behind Aaron Rodgers. And, this, and the Jets can use him as a starting quarterback. Excited to see how that goes. I'm seeing that Aaron Rodgers wants to play for more than just this year or next year. He does really want to keep playing while he's having fun. Um, and that's, I mean, that's just cool to see, you know, that's cool to see. Granted, Tom Brady said that too, and ended up retiring. So we'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. But again, I like this new leaf that he's turned over. And speaking of the Jets, they will be playing tonight. The Hall of Fame game NFL is back. We've got the first preseason game of the season tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Jets versus Browns. Zach Wilson is supposed to be playing. So we'll let us, you know, see how he's looking um I, i'm excited you know it's it's just football it is unfortunately on the same time as trade god so i probably will be missing most of it but you know if you guys want to watch the game and trade gods i don't blame you tune in tonight at 8 p.m uh it's going to be a good episode but anyway in terms of this hall of fame game if you'd like i do recommend going over to underdog they have brought back their pickums for this game you can do over unders on all on, on all sorts of stuff uh, you can use our promo code Underworld if you haven't signed up. There's a nice little bonus for you. I believe it's a $100 deposit match. Um, so, hey, go ahead and do that. Maybe put some money on how you think Zach Wilson will do tonight in tonight's Hall of Fame game. Next up, I, there's a rule change in the NFL, and I do think that it will be important. I mean, not just for fantasy football, but just, you know, for us as viewers and fans of the NFL. As of now... Uh, turnover on downs are subject to automatic review if you fail to convert. If you fail to convert your fourth down, it will automatically be reviewed just to make sure. The flip side of that is that if you do convert it, they will not automatically review it. It will take an opposing coach's challenge for that to be reviewed instead of an automatic process. Meaning, uh, well, you know what that means. Essentially, if you already if you do get the first down, 
the play continues unless there's a challenge, which I think is good. It's going to help with the stoppage of time. And I like the fact that they'll review the short, you know, fourth down stuff automatically um, or just really to turnover downs in general. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. I, I always like when they add new wrinkles into our game. Another camp hype that's building, as we talked about Jamison Williams, absolutely burning defenders yesterday. Kyle Trask has reportedly closed the competition gap between him and Baker Mayfield, and that is per offensive coordinator Dave Canales. Uh, it's tightened, absolutely, is the quote, and that makes sense. We've been saying it all offseason here on Wake and Take. Baker Mayfield will probably get the start at the beginning of the year just because they did give up something for him and want to see if he can bounce back, but we all know that he won't bounce back and that the Buccaneers would like to see what their second-round pick a couple years ago can do. And that's leaning into Kyle Trask. He was proficient in college. Uh, and I think that he'll be fine with the Buccaneers. He's got great weapons. So I would honestly, if you haven't yet, go buy some Kyle Trask. I know the hype is making him probably more difficult to buy. If you've got Baker Mayfield, I would be looking to offload him for anything. Luckily for me, I've traded pretty much every Baker Mayfield I had for Brock Purdy this offseason. That's been a move I've been trying to make. Um, and yeah. It's looking like Kyle Trask will be the starter sooner rather than later. As we kind of already knew, you know, the team doesn't spend a second round pick on a quarterback to never use him. They will let Kyle Trask see the field. And if Baker Mayfield continues to perform poorly in training camp like he has, then maybe he won't even get the week one start. I mean, we'll have to see. But I mean, as of now, I still imagine Baker Mayfield will be out there week one. Uh, they have a week four bye week, I believe, an early bye week for the Buccaneers. So I could see Baker Mayfield just going out until the bye week and then Kyle Trask taking over from then on. Next, there's some J.K. Dobbins updates, and that is that uh, head coach John Harbaugh spoke with J.K. Dobbins last night and said that there comes a point in time when it does become a concern. He wants to be out there and he needs to be out there. I don't know when he's going to come back, but I know I'm going to be really happy when he does. So J.K. Dobbins right now is on the pup list for an unspecified injury. I've heard it's maybe some tissue damage or something, but also we know that J.K. Dobbins didn't show up to OTAs uh, because he was trying to get a better contract. We don't know if, I'm assuming, you know, that it is all kind of intertwined, but we, we of course don't know that for sure. J.K. Dobbins wants more money. Uh, and the Ravens think he's unhealthy, potentially given the unspecified injury. I don't know. It's a weird situation. J.K. Dobbins, incredibly important to the Ravens, hyper-efficient last year, even playing through the injury. Um, and I'm excited to see what he could bring to that offense now being fully healthy. And with, you know, the 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 Todd Munkett effect as well, if they're going to be passing a bit more, that should open up the run game. Things would be sweet. So I would use this opportunity where things are still murky about J.K. Dobbins to buy him. We love that profile here at Player Profiler and love the potential usage for him. And his and his price tag is not bad at all. So go get yourself some J.K. Dobbins before he does return. And we do have some updates on Alvin Kamara. It has come out, as we already knew. I mean, we knew that Alvin Kamara would see a suspension. We still don't know how long, but it is confirmed that he will be suspended this season, I'm still thinking if you tuned into my episode where we discussed this suspension at length, the potential suspension at length, uh, I came to the conclusion that it's probably not going to be more than four games. It could be, you know, like I would expect six to be the max, but I'm still expecting somewhere between two to four, two to four, because I think that is reasonable. And there's some historical precedent as well with just, you know, no actual criminal charges 
happening, a plea deal being settled, and, uh, you know, he's a star player as well that they definitely want to see on the field. So Alvin Kamara, definitely going to be suspended. We still don't know. And again, he did meet with Roger Goodell yesterday. We haven't heard how that'll go. I imagine the length of the suspension will be coming out pretty soon, given that the meeting happened last night, given that it's been leaked, that a suspension will definitely happen. I'm sure that the number is just being worked out now. And we'll probably know by like Friday, maybe over the weekend, uh, how long Kamara will be suspended. And also some certified Jason excitement over here as James Cook is gaining hype at Bill's camp. And again, something else that I've been saying and knowing all offseason, James Cook is the running back to own in the Buffalo Bills, and it is not close. This guy will be a bell cow for them. And it's evidenced by this. NFL Beat Writers tweets out, James Cook has been heavily involved in pass game on day six. Josh Allen completed 12 pass attempts through team drills. And of those 12 completions, second-year running back James Cook came down with five of them. Almost half of Josh Allen's completions yesterday went to James Cook. James Cook was easily the Bills' best offensive player with the first unit, making good reads on run opportunities and then showing off his speed and hands as an outlet for Allen. Cook has continued to look like the far and away top back in training camp and seems destined for at least over half of the offensive stats. Bing, bang, boom. James Cook is the best running back in the room, and I love it. I love it. It was so easy to expect as well. I mean, Damian Harris got the lowest possible contract he could get. Latavius Murray is the other body in this room, and they let Devin Singletary walk, who has been so important to the team. They love James Cook. They started using him plenty towards the end of the season in the playoff push. He will be a fantastic fantasy football player next season, and those of you who have been taking him in the ninth, 10 round where he's been available – Congratulations. Those of you who have been buying him in Dynasty, congratulations because you do have yourself a true, true stud in James Cook. And guys, this wouldn't be a wake and take without some Falcons hype. And before we get into what has been building, I wanted to go ahead and let you guys know that I've already recorded tomorrow's episode. I did a best ball draft for the weekly underdog best ball challenge that just launched a couple days ago. I pre-recorded that. That will be tomorrow's episode because your boy is going to the Falcons open training camp tomorrow. I will be bringing you footage uh, of what I've seen. So make sure you follow me on Twitter. That's at JFootballWine. I'm going to be at the Falcons training camp tomorrow bringing you my takes. However, yesterday, some other stuff came out at camp, not from me, and I'm just excited about it. First off, Arthur Blank, owner of the Falcons, came out and said that he does believe Desmond Ritter is the quarterback of the future. He did, of course, kind of uh lower that that quote by saying we still have to watch him play a bit more but we are confident in Desmond Ritter it makes sense right he brings such a good profile to the team and lets the offense run in the way that Arthur Smith wants it to run what I also really liked about this article go check it out on the AJC it's written by the great D Orlando Ledbetter and it was just really an Arthur Blank interview it didn't stop at Desmond Ritter he also just talked about the team building in general and talked about how the Falcons now have hit what they expected. He said, and I was, and I didn't learn this. I'm glad that I've learned this. I find it really interesting. He says that we are now heading into year three of a three-year plan. So Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith went to Arthur Blank when they were hired and laid out a three-year plan. Arthur Blank then went on to say that it has worked exactly according to plan, exactly as they laid it out. And he's very excited for things to come. 
he thinks that they are stepping in the right direction and all of that and i agree when you look at how this falcons team has been built it is really really immaculate they start with bringing in a generational talent kyle pitts and it's like why would you do that you need so many other things and then it's like okay they go and bring in a generational talent maybe in drake london maybe not as generational as kyle pitts or Bijan, as we'll get into in a second but still the first wide receiver taken in last year's draft great profile great potential uh they take him without a quarterback and it's like what the hell are these falcons doing and then they get desmond Ritter later in the draft start to develop him a little bit and then this year still with tons of needs on the team they go and get Bijan robinson another generational talent but why are they picking a running back so early well it's what that team wants it's what they planned out and they made fantastic free agency moves for sure they brought in jesse bates they brought in jeff okuda um, and others. I think Calais Campbell was signed. I think a linebacker was brought in. They've done so much this offseason to help out the defense that now when you look at the offense and the way it was built through the draft the past couple of years, it's like, holy crap. This team really, really is dangerous. They really, really are. Desmond Ritter is going to be able to command that offense. They've got a top 10 offensive line. They've got a top five running back in the league probably they've got probably a top five tight end and what a top 15 wide receiver in drake london it's really really good i love the way it's come together uh and i'm just really really excited for things to go some Bijan robinson hype there is a quote right now that Bijan robinson is rooming with falcons quarterbacks through camp so Bijan robinson is actually in the quarterback dorm for the training camps uh, and uh, he says himself, Bijan Robinson said, to play in this league, you have to know what the heck is going on. And who knows what's going on better than the quarterbacks? Smart decision. And that's just awesome. That's just awesome that Bijan Robinson knows that he has to stay with the quarterbacks to learn what's going on. Really, really trying to get acclimated to this offense. I'm telling you guys, it is not a risk to take Bijan Robinson in the first round of redraft fantasy football leagues. Just do it. He probably will outscore Christian McCaffrey. He probably will outscore Austin Eckler. It's not a hot take to say that. It will happen more than likely. You've just got to, you know, accept the risk that he's a rookie. I know we haven't seen him play in the NFL, but all the opportunity that's going his way, all the videos coming out out of training camp, all the quotes coming out out of training camp, the way this offense is built in general, it's really, really looking good for Bijan Robinson. That is all I have prepared for you guys. I did see something here in the chat that I read a little bit about, but I didn't um I didn't put it into today's show sheet. And it is Jamie that has pointed out. Did you hear that Chase Claypool is looking like the best wide receiver in the offense? Gross, but I heard it on Roster Watch yesterday. Yes, I actually did hear that. Chase Claypool has been looking fantastic. Head coach came out and said that he is very excited about the strides that he has made and what he expects for him going into year two with the team. And he did end that quote, though, with a, with saying that he loves his run blocking. And that, to me, is kind of concerning. You know, you don't want one of the best, you know, uh, compliments from your coach to be about your run blocking if you are a wide receiver. Because, you know, you want to hear how good of a catcher and all of the, a route runner and everything before you're a good route, uh, blocker. But, you know, it's still good. If he's a good run blocker, that probably probably means he will be seeing the field a, a bit more than if he was a bad run blocker. So, you know, he's going to be out there a lot. And if this Bears offense does take a step forward in the passing game, it's going to mean good things for all of the Bears wide receivers, not just DJ Moore, not just Justin Fields. Everyone will probably get a probably outperform their ADP because they're so cheap. They're all so cheap right now. So um, I like it. I like it a lot. I'm curious to see what'll happen. Do we have any questions? Any questions from the audience? And thank you for bear bearing with me through the technical difficulties. Glad we got it sorted. Glad we got through today's show. 
but it does not look like there are any questions. So thank you all for tuning in as usual. It's always great to see you guys. I will not be here live tomorrow. As already mentioned, I will be showing you guys a pre-recorded episode of my underdog best ball draft. It was a really good draft. I loved how it turned out. I think you guys will find it very, very intriguing. Uh, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. I'll try to check into the live chat, see what you guys are saying. But anyway, thanks again. You guys are a fantastic audience. Love spending my mornings with you. You have a fantastic Thursday, a fantastic rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. And I personally, live, will see you all Monday. Pre-recorded, Jason. We'll see you all tomorrow. Peace.